Baba Kama Daf Pedal. We last started the eighth parak of Masechet Baba Kama. We said that if a person damages his friend, he has to pay, he has to pay five things. He has to pay for the damage, for the suffering, for the medical expenses, the unemployment, the embarrassment. And the Gemara said, "Why do you have to pay?" We said, "Eye for an eye." And the Gemara brought a Braita proving in two ways that an eye for an eye doesn't really mean eye for an eye, rather it means you pay him. The, the Gemara brought a Braita of Rabbi Dostai ben Yehuda. He explained that ayin tahat ayin doesn't actually mean eye for an eye, it has to be payment. The Gemara didn't like his logic. And with that, we're going to start Pedal Ramud Aleph, six lines in by the two dots. Where it says Tanya Idah Rabbi Shimon Ben Yochai Omer, we have another Raita. Rabbi Shimon Ben Yochai says Ain Tahat Ain Mamon. The Ain I for an I has to be money. Ata Omer Mamon or Noila Ain Mamash is it money or is it actually an I for an I? So Rabbi Shimon Ben Yochai was Doresh Aresha Yasome Vesime. If someone was blind and he blinded another person, Kitea Vekitea. Or he, he was missing, a, uh, let's say, an arm or a leg, and he cut off uh, someone else's arm or leg. Or he was lame, he made someone else lame. How could we do eye for an eye? Didn't Torah say one law for everyone, one equal law for everyone? Rather, it has to be money. The Gemara pushes, no, we don't like that logic, because Amre. What's the question? Dilma, maybe, when you could do it as the Torah wants, eye for an eye, and do it. If you can't, you can't. And he's totally exempt from paying. He doesn't even have to pay, he doesn't have to get punished, nothing. Because if you don't say that, that he's going to be totally free. If a person who is sickly, who is going to die, if he killed someone who is healthy, what do we do over there? This becomes a, a mess of a situation. The terefa person, the person who is going to die, who killed, you can't even testify against him. Meaning, because he's going to die, even if witnesses come, we can't really accept their testimony. In general, in order for a testimony to be accepted, it has to be a testimony that you can possibly prove false. And you have to be able to warn the witnesses, hey, if you're caught lying, you're going to get what you were planning to do to this person. Now over here, you can't give them that warning because this person's already dying. He's a terefa. So then what do you do in that type of situation? Ella, you have to explain. Rather, we have to explain according to Bishimon ben Yohai that wherever you could punish him because they both uh, are equal, meaning they're both healthy, then oh, fine, you can punish him eye for an eye. If not, if he's not healthy, then you can't punish him and he totally goes out free. Now obviously, uh, this doesn't make sense and therefore the Gemara rejects Bishimon ben Yohai's logic. Now, the Berebi Shemael Tana, he brings a Braita that explained that if someone wounds his friend, it has to pay money. Amar Kera, the Pasuk says, Kasher yiten mu ba'adam, ken yinaten bo. It says the word netina. Ve'en netina elamamon, whenever you have the word netina giving, it's money. It's money that goes from hand to hand. The Gemara stops. Elam e'ata, if that's the case, Kasher yiten mu ba'adam, when you give, 
a wound in a person. Hachenami the mamonu. Are you telling me that this is uh, money? So Amr the Gemara explains the Berbishmael kerad yiterad asher der doresh the extra pesukim. Michli, let's see. Ketiv veishki ten mumba mitoka asher asa kenia aselo. It says if a person puts a wound in his friend, whatever he did, it should be done to him. Kenina ten bo lamali. Then why do I need in the, in the next pasuk to say kenina ten bo? Uh, that should be given to him. Shmami, Namamon, obviously learn from here, it's money. So now, Ka'asher iten mumba adam lamali. So why did it say the way he puts a wound in his friend? Why, why do you have to write that? So I did the Ba'im Mikhtav ken naten bo katav nami ka'asher iten mumba adam. So the Gemara explains, because it wanted to say ken naten bo to explain money, it also said ka'asher iten mumba adam. But really, it's not really coming to teach anything. Now, the Berbi Hiyatana, Rabbi Hiyah was Doresh that a person who wounds his friend has to pay money from this follows. Amar Kira, the Pasuk says, Yad Beyad. The Pasuk says, Velota Hos Anechan, Nefesh, Benefesh, Ain, Behain, Shen, Beshen, Yad Beyad, Regel, Beragel. So it says over here, you have to hand it for hand. Dava Hanitan, Miyad, Liyad. So the Rabbi Hiyah was Doresh. When it says hand to hand, it means something that's given from hand to hand. Umayni, who are we talking about? Mamon. It's money. Asks if that's the case. Regel beragel nami hachil. Then we have to say the same thing with feet. Something that's given from foot to foot. Does that make sense? So Amr the Gemara explains. Meaning, you do him what he wanted to do to his brothers. Isal if you're Doresh as is, Yad be Yad Lamali, then why why does it say Yad be Yad? Just say Vasitim as is. Shmami now, the fact that it says Yad be Yad extra is Mamon. Okay, if that's the case, Regal Beragel Lamali, why do you need Regal Beragel? So the Gemara explains, I did the Yad be Yad, Katavnami Regal Beragel. So Rabbi Hia would tell you that, okay, since it said Yad be Yad, it will also tell you Regal Beragel. The Regal Beragel doesn't really, we don't really need it. So that was Rabbi Hia. Now, Abaye Omer, he's Doresh, as follows. He learns that if a person wounds his friend, he has to pay money from what was Doresh. And then it says, It says eye for an eye, and then it says soul instead of a soul. It's eye for an eye, soul for a soul. It's not a soul and an eye for an eye. And if you want to say actually, literally speaking, an eye for an eye, sometimes you have it that it's an eye and a soul for an eye. Meaning, while you're blinding the, the person who did the damage, he, he ends up dying, he can't handle the pain. And the Gemara says, Umay Kushya. I mean, what's Michal the question? Dilma, maybe we assess the situation, we, we assess the damager. If he can handle the blinding, okay, then we do it with him. And if he cannot handle the blinding, we don't do it with him. If we get a doctor, we say he can handle the blinding, and we blind him and he ends up dying. Well, if he died, he died, meaning it's not our fault. Uh, we learn in regards to Malkot. If they assessed him that he can handle the 39 Malkot and he died somewhere in the middle of it there, uh, then Patur, the person who, uh, the, who did the, the, the Makot, is Patur because uh, we assessed him that he could handle it. Uh, then something over here happened that's not our fault. 
So either way, the the, the Gemara didn't like uh, the the Be'er Hiskia's uh, explanation. Rav Zevid Mishemed Rabba Amar he'll tell you how do we know that if someone damages friend he has to pay. I mark it up. It's hot hot patza. The fact that the Torah had to add that pasuk a wound instead of a wound liten tsar bimkom enezek. It's coming to say there's going to be suffering except for the damage, meaning the suffering here that we're talking about here is money, meaning there's the damage for the arm, but there's going to be suffering, meaning you're going to have to pay for it. Now, if we're saying that you have to cut off his hand, then why do you have to add pits out the hot pots out to tell me that there's going to be a suffering? Meaning, meaning, if you're already cutting off hand, the same way this guy suffered, that guy also suffered. So why do you need pits out the hot pots out? Meaning it's an automatic they're going to suffer. The Gemara says, "Umay koshia." What's behind the question? Dilma ika inish tempanak it lets alatefe. Maybe you know some people uh, have you know their, their pain tolerance is very low. It hurts them more when you cut off their hand. Ve ika inish telum fanak it lets alat. Some people are not so spoiled and doesn't hurt them as much. And uh, and maybe just, you can't compare uh, the pain. And the mind of Kamina, and what would be the practical difference? You have to page the difference. Meaning, if his pain is worth 100 zoos and other ones worth 50 zoos, maybe he just has to pay the difference. That's it. Maybe he doesn't have to pay for the damage he caused. Therefore, the Gemara doesn't like Rav Zavid in the name of Rabbah's Drasha. Now, Rav Papa Mishemid he'll tell you how do we know if you wound a friend, you have to pay for it. Amar Pasuk says you have to heal him. You have to pay for the damage. Now, if you think that what we mean, you have to actually eye for an eye, well, the same way this one needs a doctor, that one also needs a doctor. And the Gemara asks, well, my kushia, what's bechlal the question? Meaning, if Papa Yudasha doesn't even start, maybe, Dilma Ika de Salik Bisrehaya, Ve Ika de Lo Basalik Bisrehaya. Maybe some people they heal quicker, some people they heal very slow. Some cost more, some cost less. Le minaf kamina, what would be the practical difference? Le metav le heach de bene bene, that you'd have to pay the difference. Maybe that's what it's coming for. Maybe Verapoy Rapay is coming for that and not to tell me an eye for an eye means money. So we don't like your drasha. Rav Amar, Atya Tahat Tahat Mishor. He learns an exrashava from an axe. It says Tahatir Tahatir. Ketiv Hachavir says Ain Tahat Ain. Uchtivatam by the shore. It says Shalem Shalem Shor Tahat Hashor. Malehalan Mamon. Afkan Mamon, the same over there. It's money over here, it's also money. Now the Gemara says, "My Hazidia left tahat tahat mishor." Why are you learning gizrashava from the ox? You left tahat tahat me adam. Why don't you learn gizrashava from a human being? That if he if he kills, you kill him. Dichtiv in a tanefish tahat in nafish. Ma'alalam mamash avkamavash. The same way, if a person kills a person, you kill him. Same thing over here. When you hurt a person, you actually have to hurt him the same way. So Amre, the Gemara says, the reason we learn from the ox, not from a human, Danin nezakin nezakin ven Danin nezakin mimita, because we learn damages from damages. We don't learn damages from a life and death situation. The Gemara says, Adraba, opposite. Maybe Danin adam adam ve Danim adam behema. Maybe we learn human from human, and we don't learn a human from an animal. I mean, they have different laws. Rather, explained, we're not going to learn it from shore. We're going to learn it from the case of a person who was honest. He forced himself with the betula. We're going to learn it from there. 
over there, in the case of the, the betula, adam, adam, unzakin, unzakin, it's human, hurting human, it's damages, and you have to pay, same thing over here, we're learning that even though you hurt someone, you have to pay for it, and not actually an eye for an eye. Tanya Rebili Ezra Omer, Ayn Tahat Ayn Mamash. Rebili Ezra says, when it says eye for an eye, it actually means eye for an eye. The Gemara says, Mamash al could you actually mean literally an eye for an eye? Rebili Ezra, let like you call Hanetanae. Rebili Ezra, you don't hold like any of these Tanaeen that we just brought? So Amaraba, Rabak explains Rebili Ezra, Lomash and Shamino Tokia Ebed. No, his point was, you don't assess him like a slave, rather, what his real worth is. So Amar Le Abaya Abaya asks Rabbah, Ella Keman, okay, then who do we assess him like? What do we compare him to? Keben Horin, Ben Horin meet Le Deme, a free man, is is there any price tag on a free man? Meaning, we have a precedence of how to assess a slave, but not a free man. Ella Maravashe, Lomashe, and Shaminoto, Banizak, Ella Bamazik. Rather, Ravashe explains what Rabbi is trying to say is we don't assess him based on the person who was damaged, we, uh, we assess him by the damager. Meaning, we assess the damager how much is he worth with an eye, without an eye, and he pays, the, and whatever that difference is, he pays to the person he damaged. And the Gemara says a story. There was a donkey that cut off a child's hand. They came in front of Rav Papa Bashmuel. And Rav Papa said, Okay, Zilu Shomu, they are bad varim. Go make make the damager pay for the four things, meaning the the pain, the suffering, the, the medical expenses is not working. But didn't we learn about the five? I was talking about four, except for the damage. The damage, for sure, you have to pay. So, But it was the donkey that did the damage. And we know that an animal only pays the damage. We learned this in Daf Kavav. said, oh, if that's the case, then go assess just the damage part. But don't we have to assess him like a slave? Okay, then go assess him like a slave. Now the father steps in. The father of the child gets in. No, we're not assessing my son like a slave. It's a disgrace. They told the father, But you're hurting the child. Meaning the money's not yours. The money belongs to the child. The father said, you know, when the child grows up, I'll pay him out of my own pocket. I'll take care of my child. But no, you're not embarrassing my son like that. And the Gemara says another story. There was an ox that chewed on a child's hand. They came in front of Rabba. Go assess him like a slave. But Rabbi, aren't you the one who said anything that is assessed like a slave? You don't uh, take that payment in Babel because you need rabbis with semicha and we don't have semicha anymore. No, Rabbi said, what am I talking about? The itafas. We're talking about if the one who's been damaged grabs onto something that belongs to the damager. We don't pull it out of his hand. And over there, you don't need a betin that has a semicha. And the Gemara says, When Rabbi said that anything that is assessed like a slave, we don't judge in Babel, 
e cosa contestita la volta media ma la va nisque shorbe shorbe nisque shorbe adam gobino tobe babel if an ox damaged another ox or a damaged human being we judge that case in babel nisque adam be adam nisque adam be shor if a human damaged another human or an ox in gobino tobe babel we don't take that money in babel so my channel is Adam Adam is Adam the law. What's the reason when a human being damages we don't take that payment out in Babel? Because Elohim and the Pasuk says Ada Elohim comes to, to God. God in this case means uh, the the, the Dayanim. Uh, meaning Dayanim with real semicha, veleka. We don't have a semicha in Babel. The Gemara says, if that's the case, nizke shor beshor veshor beadam nami. We should say that if an ox damages a human or another ox, Elohim bainan veleka. We should need God, meaning rabbis with semicha, and we don't have that anymore. Ela maishana shor beshor veshor beadam. Why is it when an ox damages another ox or an, or a human being? What's the reason we take that payment? Because in Babel, we're doing the shalichut, we're messengers for the rabbis in Ertzisel who have the actual semicha. Just like in any case of admissions, if a person admits that he, that he owes this person money, or any case of borrowing and lending, which we judge in Babel, Hachamim set up that you don't need semichat, the real semichat, to judge those cases because otherwise no one's going to lend anybody money. The Gemara asks, but Adam be Adam be Adam be Shornami, but if a human damages a human or an ox, why don't we say that the Betin in Babel is doing the Shalichut, the me- their messengers for the Betin in itself, will say it's just like any other case of admissions and loans, and we should give the Betinim permission to judge those cases. So the Gemara responds, when are we considered doing the shalichut for the rabbis in Israel? That's That's something that we know the price tag. We know this person borrowed this money. This person has to pay that much money back. This person damaged this. This person has to pay back. That makes sense. But it's something that we don't know what it's worth. Like over here where we have to assess, we have to figure out what a slave is worth. Then, we are not doing their shalichut. Now the Gemara has another question. Shor beshor veshor beadam. If an ox is damages another ox or human, nami lakim lan begave. We don't know what the what the worth is right away. Ela puk hazehecha mizdabene tore beshuka. Rather, we have to go figure out how much is these type of ox worth in the shuk, and then we figure out the, the how much it's worth. Well, adam be adam be adam be shor nami. Then when a human being damages a human or an ox. Same thing, go see whatever slaves are worth, and we're able to figure out the assessment. Meaning, if we're able to figure it out by ox, we should be able to figure it out by humans also. On top of that, if that's the case, also in the case of paying double or paying times four times five, we know the set price. If a person stole a cup that's worth two dollars, we know the double is going to be four of the sheep that's worth a hundred dollars the times four times five is four or five hundred whatever it is and we know that we don't judge these double or times four times five cases in babel so the gemara explains 
When are we considered doing the shalihut? That's when it comes to money. When it comes to fines, we, we are not considered doing their shalihut. And the Gemara asks, Adam be Adam de Mamunahu Well, if that's the case, when a human damages another human, it's considered money. Okay, let it be considered that the Beitin in Babel is doing the Shalhut for the rabbis in Israel. So Gemara again explains Kika. When are we considered doing the Shalhut? That's in something that's common. Adam be Adam de la human damaging another human is not something common. We're not considered doing their Shalhut. So now the Gemara asks, boshit What about embarrassment? What about uh, damage to, uh, to a woman's body? The shchiyah, these things are common. It is money. We should judge these cases also. If someone forced his way or seduced a woman, or the, all these different types of cases, we should judge them. But we don't judge them in Babel. The Gemara explains, Really, we do judge them in Babel. Rav Papa once pulled out 400 zoos for embarrassment. Someone embarrassed another person, he pulled out 400 zoos from him. But we know the halakha is not like Rav Papa. The shalah le Rav Hasda and Rav Nachman. Rav Hasda sent a question to Rav Nachman. The shalah le and Rav Nachman responded, Hasda Hasda, can asaka magbed be Babel? Told him, Hasda Hasda, you're you're pulling out fines in Babel, meaning boshet is considered a knas, a fine, and we don't do that in Babel. And the question is, why not? It's something that's common. Ella the Gemara explains. When is the rabbis in Babel doing the shalichot for rabbis in Israel? That's something common. It's something that there's a loss of money. But if it's something that's common but there's no loss of money, Inami or milta de la shechav. It's something that's not common. Ve'it be'chisaron kis, but there is a loss of money. La'av dinan shalichotayu. We are not. They're messengers. Now, boshet afal gav deshecha. When it comes to embarrassment, even though it's common, kevan delet bechisaron kis. Since there's no loss of money here, la'avdin shalichotayu. Then we're not doing the shalichot. We're not their messengers. Meaning, there's no loss over here. Boshet is a feeling, and we're not going to judge a feeling. It's just the money that you don't gain. But it's not the money that you lost. Now, the Gemara asks, "Veshor beshor govin be Babel." What about an ox that damaged another ox? We really judge that in Babel. Didn't Rabbah say that if an ox damages, we don't take that payment in Babel? The Gemara asks, "Dazik man, who did damage? Ilima dazik adam. If he damaged a human being, Maria showed dazik adam. Who cares about an ox that damaged a human? Meaning, afilu adam dazik adam nami and govino tobe babel. Even if a human damaged a human, which is more common, we don't judge in babel." Elapshita, rather you have to say when we meant shor shezik, it's the azik shor, an ox that damaged another ox, and we see that we don't judge that case in Babel, we don't pull out money for that in Babel. So how could Rabbah say that shor beshor, we do take that money in Babel? So Amre Hatam, when Rabbah said his deen that we don't take that money on Babel, that's in a short time. He holds that betam is considered a fine. The fact that you only have to pay half damages, that half is a fine. It's not uh, you have to pay full, but we did you a favor and we're cutting in half. No, it's you owe nothing, but we're finding you to pay half. So we don't judge fines in Babel. 
Hacha, when Rava said that we do take the money, that's bimu'ad. Shomad, you have to pay full price. That's not a fine. And therefore, we take the money on Babel. Didn't Rabbah say that there's no case of uh, Mu'ad in Babel? So Amre, the Gemara explains, Could be we're talking about a case where they testified about this uh, ox in Israel and then they brought him to Babel. But that's something that's not common. And we said when something that's not common, we don't we don't do the shilihut. We're not judging that type of case. It's not it's not common to bring an animal from one country to the other. So the Gemara explains We're talking about a situation where Rabbi from Israel with Simicha came to Babel and they made this shore shore muad in Babel. Again, rabbis coming from Babel to Israel is something not common. And you said when something that's not common, that we don't do the shalichut. Ella, rather, when Rabbah said that shor be shor we take in Babel, that's beshen varegel. That's only when an animal ate something or it stepped on something. That it's already muad from the beginning. You don't even need to testify and judge that case. They're already muad. The person should be careful that his animal shouldn't eat other people's food. And that is something that is common, an animal eating another person's food. And, and there's a loss over here. And therefore, in this type of case, Shein Varegel, we do, uh, the rabbis in Babel do the Shalichot, the rabbis in Israel, and they judge those cases. Next, the Mishnah says, Tsar, what is pain? If someone burnt a person with a skewer or a nail, even in a place that doesn't bruise, you still got to pay for the pain. So the Gemara asks, Who's the Tanah holds that if you pain someone, even in a place where there's no bruise, you still got, uh, you have to pay? So Amarava ben Azai, Rava says, it's ben Azai, the Tanya. We have a Braitha in regard to Pasuk where it says, Keviata hat kevia, burn for a burn, petsata hat patsa, a wound for a wound, and habura tahat habura, a bruise instead of a bruise. Rabbi Omer, kevia neemrat hila, ben azai omer habura neemrat hila. Rabbi says, it first says burn, and ben azai says, it first says bruise. Now, and the Gemara is going to explain what that means. What's their mahlokit? Rabbi understood when it says keviyah in the beginning of the Pasuk, it's without a bruise. And therefore, at the end, it says habura, a bruise. It's come to teach me that a burn with a bruise you have to pay, and, and if there's no bruise, you don't have to pay for the pain. Meaning the Haburat and the Pasuk is coming to teach me that the Keviyah in the beginning of the Pasuk is with a bruise. Ben Azai understood the word Keviyah, a burn, is usually with a bruise. That's why That's why it says Haburati and teach me that the original when it says Keviyah, a burn, even if without a bruise, you still Hayav. And we're understanding Ben Azai to say that originally when it says Keviyah, we would think it's with a bruise. That's why Haburat's come and tell me that it's that the original Keviyah is without a bruise. So Matki Flarav Paparafa has a question. Opposite, it makes sense to say the opposite, meaning we all know that Ishtam Mishnah is Rabbi. Rabbi set up the Mishnayot. And if Rabbi said the halacha is like this, then it makes sense to flip the Braita and say, Rabbi Omer Keviyani Amrat Ahila. 
that Rabbi holds when it, when it says keviyah, the beating of the pasuk savar keviyah de it bahabura mashmah. It's usually a burn with a bruise. Katavar hamana habura. That's why it says habura bruise later. Begaluya ala de keviyah delit bahabura. It's come teach me that the original keviyah burn was without a bruise. And Ben Azai Omer habura nimrat echila. The first says bruise, meaning savar keviyah delit bahabura mashmah. That originally we understood the word burn without a bruise. Katavar hamana habura. That's why it says bruise later. Begaluya ala de keviyah de it Let's come teach me that a burn with a bruise, you have to pay for the pain. And if there's no bruise, you don't have to pay for the pain. And the Amaskana came in. You can just say that the Braitha, it says, and Ben Azayu says, they're going based on the conclusion. Meaning, according to Rabbi, at the conclusion, it's a burn without a bruise. And according to Ben Azay, it's a, it's a burn with a bruise. Inami, or you could answer the Chule Alma, or you could say, according to everyone, Rabbi Ben Azai, Keviyag, Ben Deit Bahabura, Ben Deleit Bahabura Mashma, that according to both of them, a burn is with a bruise. Doesn't make a difference with, without, a burn is a burn. Vehacha, and what's the Mahlog between Rabbi and Ben Azai? Bechlalu Frat, Hamruhakim, Zemi, Zekamiflege. In a Pratu Chlal, a specific and a general statement that are far away from each other, meaning in the Pasuk it's first Keviyatahat Keviyah, burn for burn, then it says Petzatahat Petzah, and that splits them up, and now that makes the general statement and the specific statement far away from each other. Rabbi Savar and Danino Tobi Prat. Rabbi says you don't put this part of the Klalu Prat, that's it, they've been separated. And no matter what you pay for the pain, Ben Azai Savar, Danino Tobi Prat. We do put the general and specific statements together. And originally, when it says Keviyah, I would have thought only with the bruise. And you see that our Mishnah would fit like Rabbi. So now if you ask a question according to Rabbi, why do you need Habura at the end? Tell me the Dami Metarim. It's coming to tell you that if there's a burn with the bruise, you have to pay even more money. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.